Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Saturday, November 5th. Unwrap him and let him loose. Today's scripture reading is found in John chapter 11, verses 38 through 44 from the Message Translation, which reads, Then Jesus, the anger again welling up within him, arrived at the tomb. It was a simple cave in the hillside with a slab of stone laid against it. Jesus said, Remove the stone. The sister of the dead man, Martha, said, Master, by this time there's a stench. He's been dead four days. Jesus looked her in the eye. Didn't I tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? Then to the others, Go ahead, take away the stone. They removed the stone. Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and prayed, Father, I'm grateful that you've listened to me. I know that you always do listen, but on account of this crowd standing here, I've spoken so that they might believe that you sent me. Then he shouted, Lazarus, come out. And he came out, a cadaver wrapped from head to toe and with a kerchief over his face. Jesus told them, unwrap him and let him loose. This is God's word. Each day presents us with eight, okay. Each day presents us with 86,400 seconds, which means each day presents us with virtually countless opportunities to reset, recover our balance, and continue rehearsing our best selves. These are the words of Adam Robinson as he is quoted in the book Tribe of Mentors. Reset. Recover your balance. Continue rehearsing your best self, which I might add is your healing self. Secular counsel from a secular author, but it's really just another way of saying with Eugene Peterson and others, practice resurrection. As healers, we are the embracers of possibilities. Few more possibilities are more challenging to see, let alone than embrace, than when standing outside of a recently occupied tomb. Lazarus had been dead for four days. His sisters stood nearby, weeping. A crowd of spectators had gathered, muttering, if he loved him so much, then why didn't he keep this from happening? Does that sound familiar? So many of Jesus' healing encounters were intentionally done on the sidelines rather than in the middle of the field at the 50-yard line with all the action captured on the jumbotron with ample slow-mo replays and analysis. This one was more like that. This one was going to be very public. Not only is there a crowd, but it's a crowd with connections to a hostile religious institution just over the hill, just waiting to pounce on some high-profile public demonstration like this. Jesus does more than embrace the possibility of that moment. He calls it forth. Notice he begins with thanks for answered prayer before any evidence of an answered prayer is visible. This is followed up with a prayed announcement that this is his Father's power unleashed, not his own. Jesus is merely conduit and channel, just like us. And then he calls forth the possibility of the moment. Lazarus, come out of that tomb! 
Note this isn't a prayer. It's an evocation. It's a command. It's a summons. It's what I called in our week of reflections on prayer, a pugnacious prayer, a stubborn prayer. And out is Lazarus comes. I think it was T.D. Jakes years ago who pointed out that it was a good thing Jesus specified Lazarus, because if he hadn't, then every tomb in the world would have emptied, inaugurating kingdom come and the great unwrapping of resurrected possibilities worldwide. Reset, recover your balance, rehearse your best self, yes, your healing self. It's what this story is challenging us to do on a personal, daily level every time we face sealed tombs of what might have been. When we stare down the if-onlys, when we encounter, that's all she wrote, dead-end moments. In each moment, our best self is our kingdom self that evokes life, that breathes hope, that commands light to shine out of darkness. On a practical level, here is the invitational challenge I see in this encounter. Sure, we can take it as an invitation to start crashing funerals and emptying cemeteries. Knock yourself out. But every healing encounter is, in its essence, what we see here. It's standing at the door that has been sealed with a large stone, and it stinketh inside. Hope is gone. Life has passed by. And the corpse of this moment, this condition, is what we're stuck with now. And there's nothing anyone can do about it. Every healing encounter is an opportunity to call forth the Lazarus locked inside a tomb of illness, incapacitation, limitation, restriction, and hopelessness. It's not about us making something happen. It's about us in that moment channeling the very energies of God, of reflecting life and light into the dark hole of human circumstance and predicament. Sure, much of the time it's just us being present alongside those who are suffering as tears do the talking and we reflect a different kind of light into the dark hole of the moment, a light of understanding in the midst of the circumstance, more than the light of its reversal. This also is practicing resurrection by helping others to reset, recover your balance, and rehearse your best self, which would be your self of hope again. But sometimes, just maybe, this is the moment we get to conduit more. We get to be the voice calling forth the Lazarus of this moment. Sometimes the death encounter suddenly morphs into a life encounter. An encounter with limitation, groaning, pain, and frustration turns into a surprising encounter with life, life, and more life. Right here, right now. Just because the Father is giving us all yet one more sneak peek into the end game of redemption and resurrection that he is unleashing into the wide world. Sometimes we get to see the Lazarus concealed in this moment emerge. Sometimes we get to savor the moment as those binding strips of circumstance, disease and sickness and whatever are peeled off one layer at a time. So, as you pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, 
When have you had and taken the opportunity to summon death from the tomb, hope from the pit of hopelessness, health from stagnant pools of disease? How are you being challenged to use the 86,400 seconds of this day to embody and evoke the hands of a healer? Lord, give us the hands and heart of a healer as you, Lord, went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the great enemy of our souls, so let us go about doing good and healing. Make us king's foil in your hands, crushed and effusing straightway the living freshness of a thousand freshwater springs that grow deeper the further they flow, bringing fertility to the infertile, wholeness and home to the dispossessed and displaced, sight to the blind, lively step to the paralyzed, flowing speech to the mute, glorious sound to the deaf, metaphorically, spiritually, physically, body, soul, spirit, touch it all through these hands, through this heart of a healer. By your spirit, with, upon, and in us. Amen.